And good morning and welcome to the Minister Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, Tuesday, the 6th of September, and we have a new Prime Minister this morning. Uh, actually, this afternoon, I think they're travelling up to Balmoral. Boris Johnson has resigned. Liz Truss will be in this afternoon. We'll see what her new policies are, see if she can sort out the energy crisis and every other crisis we've got going. Uh, you happy, Paul? Uh, I'm happy. Uh, I think at this point in time, we'll see whether or not there, we can actually get some progress going here in the in this uh, gap of almost uh, seven weeks now well, without any uh, certainty. Well, maybe uh, by the time she actually gets um, around to doing something, gas price will be back down again. You never know. <laughs> um, sort of funny thing that happens, isn't it? And I mean, actually, yep. gas price in, in the UK certainly is is coming off now relatively quickly, actually. Um, so we're down to about 400 this morning. Uh, haven't been up as high over 600, so uh, quite a big fall. Anyway, let's go to uh, mining news, which is why people are listening. Um, what do you want to kick off with, Paul? I'll let you decide. Do you want to kick off with Rio, maybe? Yeah, sure. to kick off with Rio, that's the big news uh, there. Rio Tinto binding agreement to acquire all of the uh, remaining Turquoise Hill Resources, TSX and New York listed uh, joint venture partner in the OU Tulgoy uh, copper deposit in Mongolia that uh, Rio doesn't uh, currently own. Directors of Turquoise Hill have unanimously approved the offer for Canadian $43 per share in an all-cash deal. It represents a premium of 67% on the closing price for Turquoise Hill shares from the 11th of March. So uh, it's a good uh, number to come back on, and I think Turquoise uh, Hill shareholders and the board are satisfied that uh, now is probably the right time to exit this uh, particular investment and move on to something else. Uh, both Rio and the Mongolian government uh, were or have been looking forward to a simpler ownership structure on OU Tulgoy for some years now, and now it's just those two which are involved in the uh, operation as far as ownership is concerned. So. So it should work out for all parties. Yeah, I think I know that feeling of wanting to um, get rid of an investment and move on to something else. But there we go. We won't even go there. Um, I think there's, there's a little bit of news out today from AMG, which is the Advanced Metallurgical Group um, in Europe, listed on the Frankfurt Exchange. Um, yes, we don't... Do you want to just talk through that? And then I'll tell you what I think, why I think it's so interesting. Yes, AMG doesn't get as much attention here in London or perhaps around the world even as much as it ought to. It is a rather significant producer of battery materials, uh, operating mines in Brazil and uh, processing facilities in mainland Europe, but because it trades Amsterdam and Frankfurt, but not London or Toronto or other mining centers, it doesn't uh, probably get as much attention. In this case, it has signed a binding supply agreement with the Korean company Echo Pro on a three-year deal to supply uh, battery-grade lithium hydroxide uh, uh, from its Germany uh, plant, uh, which is uh, under construction and to be commissioned in Q3 of next year. Uh, 5,000 tons per annum of, uh, of uh, lithium hydroxide. Uh, to be uh, provided under that particular deal, and the intent is to uh, eventually scale it to 20,000 tons per annum uh, from this uh, facility in Germany with the 
addition of uh, further processing trains uh, and could potentially grow as big as 100,000 tons per annum. Which is big, that's five trains. AMG is interesting, they actually have a, a JV with Shell um, and then a, a JV with Shell AMG with a Ramco to produce vanadium, um, which is another battery metal, obviously. But I think what's interesting is that certainly what I'm hearing, I mean, slightly interesting in your views, Paul, is that the lithium market, again, is starting to get into a real bind. I'm not sure we can see the prices going any higher because they're already incredibly high. But we thought that about gas, so maybe they will. Um, but there is a, there's got to be a land grab. There is, it appears to be a complete shortage of lithium supply to supply the EV uh, targets that just can't be achieved. Um, I'm not sure where you stand on that, Paul. Whether, does the lithium price go higher or you just fail to achieve all these targets? Does Volkswagen go bust because it has this huge plan for EVs? It, it has really no supply of lithium. Oh, well, uh, where I stand is, uh, yes, you're right that it's uh, according to what the automakers plan to sell uh, out, out to 2025 as far as total and manufacture uh, in automobiles and vehicles out to 2025. And But the issue is whether or not the consumer is yet ready to buy that many uh, vehicles across the world by 2025. The Chinese are in a position with their uh, lithium iron uh, uh, chemistry that uh, and they can essentially mandate that the, their um, domestic supply suppliers and automakers uh, sell these uh, vehicles out to 2025 but the whether the rest of the world is prepared to buy at that pace uh, is up to the consumer I think and we don't have enough incentives in my view offered by governments across the world in order to uh, make uh, that many orders um, delivered. So uh, I'm a little bit hesitant on that myself. Yeah, but yet again, the Chinese are getting a dominant position in a future technology and a future uh, metal. Uh, and I think there still needs to be an awful lot of work from Western governments to actually position themselves correctly here. And I think that um, getting into the lithium mining space, again, having another look at it, probably is not a bad place in this current environment to have your money. Uh, maybe more in favor of that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe more on that another day. Uh, what else do you want to talk about, Paul? Oh, mentioned here, uh, Amarok uh, here, the former AEX Gold has upgraded the resource estimate on the uh, former operating uh, gold mine, Nalunak, in uh, southern Greenland. That uh, is uh, an adjustment that has been uh, several years uh, in the making, I would say, and uh, they've been all this time still relying upon old resource uh, uh, numbers uh, from uh, the uh, Nalunak operation uh, or former operation. It's now a total inferred mineral resource, 355,000 tons, 28 grams gold per ton for 320 thousand ounces of gold uh, that is one of the highest grade uh, resources in the world for a, a historic or an operating mine but it is still relatively small at this point i would have to say it is a 30 percent increase on the prior estimate and a 50 percent increase in grade which is very pleasing to see now amarok or i should say Nalunak, had previously had its milling done of its ores in Canada. So we'll see how um, Amarok uh, intends to address that uh, issue of just how and where they will uh, mill this material. 
Fair enough. Uh, why don't we call it a day there? Because uh, it's probably enough. Uh, and we can speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.